Hey guys, welcome to the show. You're listening to the Bella Italy podcast. Capita di rimanerci male per una discussione di non avere sulle cose la stessa identica opinione. Hey everybody, we are back in the studio again. Anthony and Brian, Brian and Anthony coming at you like a freight train. Yes, yes, that's a good analogy. And uh, it's good to see you, Brian. Um, I've been in, I've been locked away in my house for the last eight days and uh, basically living on Zoom calls. So it's good to see you and uh, talk with you about uh, the snow why, apocalypse. Why have you been locked in your house? What's going on? Well, in Tennessee, they have snow. When they have snow, they don't have plows. And as you know, we live on a driveway about a mile long in the middle of the woods. So uh, we had to hunker down for about a week like The Shining. And uh, we are back. So we're excited to be talking. Yes. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad, and yeah, you look you look healthy and well fed, <laughs> not notwithstanding oh, being being snowed in. <laughs> you look you look round. <laughs> they can't see. They don't Thank know. <laughs> All right, so we are sitting back down in the studio because we have some important things to talk about. What are we discussing today? I think we're going to talk about lakes. Uh, in the northern region, am I correct? We're going to basically talk about the water for the next two episodes. I like, if I I like lakes. Yeah. I like lakes. talk about lakes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, coming lakes from Nashville. Lakes kind of Nashville. freak me out, though. Lakes yeah, kind of freak gonna, me out. I was going to say, I, I, was, I was about to qualify that because coming from Tennessee, uh, we have lakes. I don't really, I'm not fond of our lakes no. there in Tennessee. Um, you know, everybody likes to go out on their party barge and I look down into that murkiness and I go, Oh God, yes. don't let me fall. <laughs> exactly. I'm always holding on to the tube, but dear life that I don't have to touch the bottom. Right? <laughs> Snakes, actually, water moccasins. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. And I don't like the fish that are in there either. Like everyone loves what they call catfish here and not a catfish yeah. fan either. So. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I used to live down in uh, Chattanooga and we'd go to the aquarium, you know, and, and to look at in the aquarium, because they, they even have like the Tennessee lakes there too. And to look at some of the fish that are in that Nickajack Lake, oh my gosh, bigger than me, <laughs> could swallow me whole. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I hope they're like at the bottom, you know, I don't know. And they're ugly too. There's some ugly they're looking ugly. fish. <laughs> some oh, ugly really fish. ugly. <laughs> All right, but we digress <laughs> again. Yes. Again. Uh, coming back around, I do like the lakes, uh, especially in the north. Now, you you know better the lakes around uh, in Umbria, where you guys used to, to live, or uh, used to have a house. Um, we're talking now about the north. We're talking about Como. We might bring in uh, a little bit, uh, Iseo, maybe uh, talk about Lake Garda. Uh, I think there's some merit there, and we're going to do a little mm -hmm. bit of Trust, but yeah, uh, pretty pretty much focused today on Como. Uh, I mean, let, let's start with our usual, uh, you know, segue, which is what's the interest level? How hot of a topic is this? How many people are asking to go to Como? I think uh, when someone fills out a form for us, right, and they're like, "Hey, here's my list." Como is definitely in the top ten. It's usually on the bottom ten. And what happens is, as you know, most Americans don't take 
vacations longer than 10 to 12 days. And it's really difficult to fit that Como trip in. Now, second timers, they're all into, hey, I got to get into that northern region. I got to go get into Milan, get into Lake Como, maybe have some wine in Piemonte. Um, but I definitely would say it's a top 10. Once again, it's a lot of, I don't know much about that area, but everyone talks about it. My friends told me it's beautiful. I see the mountains. I hear about George Clooney. Uh, I need to go see it, you know? So that's what, <laughs> the, you know. The uh, <laughs> obligatory George Clooney reference because, yeah, that, that is, it's actually, uh, you know, it's a it's a historical site in some people's yes. minds that they have <laughs> to put that on their on their itinerary. And I need to stop here to go see George. And we're going to have Coliseum, tea. At Coliseum, yeah. the David and George. <laughs> George. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So yeah, there's there's a lot to to say. I mean, also Lago Maggiore we could we could mm -hmm. talk about, but yeah, probably the most iconic in terms of people's familiarity, what's been in movies, what gets noted, um also its proximity and the ease of getting there yes. from a major gateway like Milan kind of mm -hmm. all sets it up to be a hot spot. And I, and totally. I think it absolutely merits it too, not just geographically, but, um, it, it merits it in terms of just the shock value. I mean, that's one thing we talk about with a place like Rome, it is shock and awe and yeah, a different way know, to Como. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's not shock and con, but it's, it's shock and awe. And, wow. and you do, you yeah, <laughs> dropping references left and right. Uh, you, wow, this you group do, is old. <laughs> they're, everyone's like nodding their heads at home. They totally get, yeah. yeah uh, our age but, group gets it. Brian's going to break out his cardboard soon. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't want to hold you up from your bocce game in the back with your, with your exactly. World War II club. So, okay, let's, let's get through this. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> coming back around. So, yeah, Como is definitely the the lake that that draws everyone's attention. It keeps everyone's mm -hmm. um, focus and it, it and it merits. I mean, it, it, you know, if you look at films where this has been high, you do get a real sense. You know, we, we talked about this because Denise was on the call. Uh, last time talking about Venice and and about that, you know, the transparency there or, or how um, watching something on a, on a film actually translates in real life. And, and there is a lot of that in Venice um, that it does really look like that. And it does really mm -hmm. feel like that being there. And I think Como has that. There, there's no false sense of uh, I was expecting a little. No, exactly. it's shock and awe. I, I get that. It is. You? Yeah, I do too. I mean, I mean, Como City, the the town itself is a, a base, but once you get on a boat and you enter into the lake, into the little towns, the hamlets, and getting you know around Bellagio and around uh, Verena, I mean, it is you know the mountains are surrounding you. It's just beautiful homes. It is shocking, all and it's it, Instagram does it justice, or Facebook, whatever you see pictures of it, definitely does it justice. It, it's and it's definitely you know come up as kind of the luxury destination mm -hmm. for celebrities, um, for, you know, if you, if you talk about some of these other lakes, uh, Maggiore, especially for the, the Swiss and the French coming over the borders there, uh, it, it's expensive, but for different reasons, I think, 
uh, Lago di Como has been built up as luxury uh, houses, pristine everything, um, and you get that feel. It, it you know, brings some baggage along with it. Again, like we talked about with Venice, having the appeal of Venice and it's a touristy city and it's hard to meet locals and you don't really get a real raw Italy feel, you get Venice. It is its mm -hmm. own animal. Lago di Como is in my mind, and correct me if, if you you know look at it a different way, it, it, it feels similar because it's its own thing. You don't go to Lake Como for specific cuisine or exactly. you know real raw italian country experience this is luxury you're you're in mm -hmm. uh, a slice of italy that is its own entity yeah i agree with that and the other thing i would say is once you go to como it's not like you go to Rome and then you got to go back to Rome and, and fi figure out another area. I didn't see it all. Como's like, I, I, I got it. It's on the list. That's how I feel. I've been several times, but I feel like, you know, once you've done it, unless you're going to buy a home there and like George Clooney, I think you've said, I've done it. I can go to another lake or I can go to another area of Italy. That's how I feel about it. And I think a lot of our customers feel the same way. I don't have customers saying, hey, I've been to Como. I can't wait to go back there a second, third and fourth time. You know, that's a that's what I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. So, uh, kind of a, a brief introduction there. Let's transition into talking some specifics about why is it such a hot spot? Why is it luxury? Why are there so many you know luxury villas? And you know, it reminds me of going to you know some places like. You could talk about L.A. or, you know, Santa Barbara or, or different places and they have these little boat rides and you, you go down these little canals or whatever. And, you know, you're going down the coast and you're pointing out this house was owned by. So, you know, we mm -hmm. do the same uh, over in Venice as well, because there are boats uh, that go not, not just in the lagoon, but also down the coastal area of the peninsula of Italy and into inland uh, to like Padova. And you can do a, a coastal journey looking at these palazzo, you know, the palazzi there mm -hmm. as you're coming along. And, and you get that feel of lifestyles of the rich and famous. You get that feel of, wow, this is, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a different place. I, I could never live here, but it's a fun place to visit, right? So yep. that being said, um, just a little bit geographically, um, when we're looking at Lake Como, one of the challenges is navigation. And it takes some time getting from wherever you are to wherever you're trying to go. So for those who maybe are unfamiliar with Lake Como, we're, we're looking at a giant upside down Y, like the letter yes. Y. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're looking at down one of the legs, the one that faces westward. And at the tip of the toe there at the bottom, you have the town called Como. And the lake mm -hmm. is named after the town. So you, we, you might want to base out of a place like Como. So uh, talk to us about Como town, uh, the village of Como as a base. Good idea, bad idea. Is it the only way? Are there other ways? What's your feel? So it depends on, on, on what your rest of your trip looks like. Have you been to a major city center? Uh, have you have you in the are you in the mood for shopping? I need to move for more activity where activity is happening. Como is a larger town, more restaurants, uh, you know, beautiful Duomo, uh, more bars, just a you know, more of a city feel and a base to get into the lake. 
most people that go to Como, they want to stay up in the lake where they can hike, they can see more nature, more be into the mountains. I personally like being in Como Town. Uh, once I've been to Como, I, Como Town is my base because I can say, hey, let me go check out Bellagio for the day and take the ferry back and enjoy a night in a, in a city or more of mm. a city uh, feel. Um, but Como is a great base. Um, it's going to be a little cheaper, a little more availability for apartments, a little more availability for hotels. And actually, I think, you know, like I said, it's just a great base to, you know, from the train station. Uh, getting up to Lugano if you want to go up to Switzerland. So it's just a little more east of getting in and out um, from there, whether it's entry or exit. But overall, if you want to get a feel of that luxury that Brian's talking about, I think you need to get up into the smaller hamlets and the smaller towns up into that Y uh, split. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, just talking about kind of the mass appeal here, um, not just for the town of Como, uh, although it is a, it's a great introduction, I think. Mm -hmm. It's a great gateway, and it's so well connected with Milan, it's hard to pass up. It's hard to yes. just bypass it, you know, and go on to some other destination. If you've never been to the town of Como, I think you definitely have to you know, take a look at it. But then the whole, you know, lake opens up. And again, you're you're looking up northwards uh, from Como as a town into Lake Como. But the lake, you're looking up one leg of it that then splits two different ways. The other leg comes back down towards the east. The other lake uh, leg continues up towards the north. But all of this together, these three strands, long slender strands, can take some time to to navigate. I, but what are you what are you getting out of this? Well, I mean, you know, as, as I was looking at some quotes about Lake Como, uh, John F. Kennedy said it's the most beautiful lake in the world. Of course, George Clooney loves it. Um, you know, he he says it's the secret to happiness. Uh, his happiness was buying a house there on of course he says that and he probably got some little stipend from the uh tourism uh you know cash my happiness from, uh, would have been Italy. selling the, my happiness would have been selling his tequila company but uh, whatever <laughs> it's, a, it's a billion dollars whatever you know <laughs> i'll buy a lake but, uh, <laughs> uh, dirty water is dirty water so but anyway um uh, lo looking at the lake itself i mean it, it's mass appeal for whether you're mm -hmm. a, an actor, a president, or some other celebrity, there, there's a there's an attraction, and it's kind of the who's who um, to be to be on the lake. But it it does take some time, and as you're down in the south, you got to make some wise choices. Um, I've been there before, where uh, I, you know I, I came over just to tell a little story here. I came over years ago, probably almost uh, twenty years ago now. And I, I brought my grandmother. This was her farewell oh. uh, tour um, because we had we had cousins near uh, Como in a small small town, just about fifteen minutes south of the lake. There, uh, we got to meet up with them, and yeah, it was it was her kind of farewell tour. She had never been to Lake Como before, and so yeah, we we arrived there at the port. And again, this is quite a number of years ago. I think before George uh, had his house, but. Um, or his tequila company for that matter. But we got there and, and just very easily, I mean, it, there's, it, it's not real complicated at all, got mm -hmm. onto 
um, a little ferry, chose a destination. You know, they have the different tours that you can go on or you have, you know, maybe you want to drive your rental car right on to the, the traghetto, the ferry, go to your next town. Maybe you just want to go as a, as a passenger, a pedestrian passenger, go to the next town. You can do that. All of that is is easy, available, easy to navigate. And and I remember just spending a few hours on the lake with her and she had the time of her life. She was so, so happy um, and, and it was so beautiful there. You know, so even at, you know, and I had very low uh, knowledge level, skill level <laughs> traveling Italy 20 years ago, <laughs> still cutting my teeth on it. But yeah, I'm just saying it was so easy to do and it was mm-hmm. so worth it as far as a destination that doesn't take a lot of time uh, to get to, easy in and out. And we're, we're talking about Como. That said, is it the same experience going to, uh, so, you know, you mentioned like Bellagio or, or other other towns. Uh, is it the same kind of experience, the same ease? What changes going from Como to one of these other lake towns? Well, what changes is definitely the scenery, right? I, I, you definitely have that. Small, right? More compact, um, where you can go to a lake town. You probably did this 20 years ago. Is you could take it in, relax, have a coffee on the water, you know, sit at a cafe, whatever, right? But it's it's it just doesn't have as... It's, it's, like I said, it's not they're, they're hamlets, right? There's so many little hamlets. Some of these little hamlets along these towns, Belano, um, uh, Tremezzo, yeah, you know, they have a hotel, a couple of hotels, a couple of restaurants, maybe a gelato shop. You walk around for an hour and then you're back on the boat. I, I, I like that. I like to take in these little towns. Very nice for hiking. But overall, it's it's more about um, you know hopping around, like you said, with your family, like you did, um, and and you know, checking out all the beauty, very naturistic, very, um, taking in the mountains, taking in the scenery. Um, that's, what's different than Como town, Como town. If you took the water piece out of it, you'd think you're just in another Italian piazza in another Italian town. That's the difference. Mm. Yeah. I hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I I get that. And I, I like the point that you bring out. I mean, for those that have done cruises and you, you like that, um, that feel, that experience of being stationary, but getting to to kind of hop around and have a, a little excursion for an hour or two hours. This is the perfect place to do it. It is long north to south, but it's not very wide. Um, and in most places, you can see the other side as you're going up the lake. But that said, as you as you pull into one of these little villages, it you know it, you could spend an hour there and see the the top two or three little mm-hmm. sites. Maybe take a little walk to a promontory or uh, an elevated uh, duomo or a piazza where you can kind of get a bit of a, a panorama. You have a, a little snack or a lunch or a coffee at the piazza. Bada bing, bada boom, you're done, and you've experienced <laughs> you know you, you've experienced that town. We've had other guests, however, that have actually wanted to stay long periods of time. And even if we tried to dissuade them, they insisted and they ended up having a great time because that's Mm -hmm. exactly the experience that they wanted. They wanted no tourists. They wanted no crowds. They wanted to be alone. 
I, I don't know what what kind of a person wants this kind of experience. People that like nature, people that want to hike, people that want to do e-bikes, right? People that want to, you know, sit by the pool over the lake, right? There's that kind of vibe. And that's why we, we like Verena a lot. Verena has a, a little more activity, but has beautiful views. Um, Verena's just above Bellagio. I mean, you can pop and hop on a ferry and go see Bellagio within 10 minutes, 15 minutes from a ferry from Verena to Bellagio. That's a great town. Not too big. Um, you can go, I think it's uh, Paladio. Paladio is a little town just above where there's a castle you can hike. So there's a lot of nature. So people that do want to spend five to six days, they use that Verena as a really good town that a lot of ferry uh, stops, meaning a lot of more times the ferry comes in Verena. The, there's, I think there's four four actual um, gates or ports uh, that you could pick up the ferry in Verena. And then you can go around to those little hamlets. But Verena is a great town. Um, it's beautiful views. You get some great Airbnbs and some hotels that look over the lake. And then you can hit, like uh, Brian was saying, you still can get that rustic, do your e-bikes, do your tours, do your hiking, sit by the pool. But then, of course, like Brian said, you can go see these other small towns. Um, but, yeah, we do have some customers that just want to stay in Torremezzo, nice hotel, and just relax for six days and decide when they want to go over to Verena, Bellagio, or Como. Yeah, yeah. So there's some there's some great distinctions there. Um, one of the other, uh, you know, towns that, that we talk about is Lugano. And a lot of our clients, mm -hmm. especially if they're wanting to do a Swiss experience, connected with a northern Italian experience. They might fly into a Milan, but then fly out of Zurich or vice versa, fly into Zorigo and then fly out of Milano. And maybe they come down uh, through the Alps. They've got these great trains with the big panoramic and the big, you know, spinning seats. It's really a, a, quite a, a fantastic ride. And as you come down, uh, to, you know, through the border, you come to one of the first time, Lugano. And Lugano has this feel um, of being both Swiss and Italian. Um, so you're going to, I say, you're going to get an, an incredible, uh, espresso, uh, but at a very expensive price. So it's, it, it is both Swiss and Italian. Very expensive. Crazy. <laughs> Customers come back and like, they're like shocked, you know, how, what the price difference is. Yes. <laughs> but, it, but it's an incredible experience. And, yes. I, you know, I, I've gone there just to visit passing through. I've gone there as, as a destination, but that's Lago di Lugano. It's not far from Lake mm -hmm. Como, uh, but it, it is a, a separate little lake. There's some other lakes that we could talk about. Maggiore, if we wanted to go that far. I want to really spin back around and and head eastward, though, just to build a little bit of, of contrast. If you're in Como and you either get on a train or, um, well, if we're talking about like going directly east, you're going to need to be in a car and you're going to hit Bergamo, which I think is absolutely worth a stay at, not just a visit, but to stay at. I absolutely love Bergamo. Bergamo mm. and Brescia uh, were nominated as the uh, culture capital. Uh, every year, Italy is nominating uh, another town or, or twin sister towns to highlight Bergamo and Brescia, one just recently. And as you, as you continue to go past Brescia, 
you're going to hit the bottom of Lago di Garda, Lake Garda. And so, so as you're coming down and you're hitting like some of the bottom towns, the, the most famous of these, Sermione uh, uh, in my mind is one of the most famous places you're going to want to go to. Peschiera del Garda, uh, you're going to go to. Um, if you're coming up the, what is that, western side, and this is where I've spent more time, uh, which is still on the Lombardia side of the lake, because the lake's actually divided into two. Split in uh, half, but, yeah. Yeah, but between where it, it hits on the Lombardi side and then the Veneziana side. Um, but Salò is an incredible little town. Mm -hmm. uh, the, these towns are um, heavy, heavy, heavy with German, Austrian, Swiss. Uh, they're heavy with... Um, a, a lot of, I think I mentioned it before, the Germans uh, who come down uh, to play in the Italian lakes and they they bring their campers. So there's like a lot of camping sites. But imagine the contrast here. You know, if, if you've never been to either of these and, and you're just listening to this podcast, you're going from the lifestyles and the rich and famous over here. You're going to German camper town <laughs> over here with people putting out little rubber foamy uh, mats on the rocky pebble beach to get some sun. But it's like 40 degrees out, but they're German. So for them, it's summer, you know, <laughs> it's just great contrast. But what, you know, what I'd say about both of these lakes, the water is pristine. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's breathtaking. It's stunning. I'd say, um, Como and Iseo, they have more shock appeal to them. Garda feels like a lake, like you're mm -hmm. just at the lake, but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, yes. And uh, I think it has a lot of appeal in the sense of relaxation, nature, the hiking, as you were talking about, at probably, at, I'm just going to spitball this, half the price of what you would pay <laughs> prices over in Como. So th there's some choices uh, to be made here and the kind of experience you know, that you want to, to get out of it. I also think uh, with Lake Garda, you also have... Um, when you think, when I think about going to a lake in the off season, in the winter with the Christmas markets of Sermione, that mm. whole region, getting near Verona, that all up in that uh, Bolzano, that's Trento, what I think about up to exactly. Bolzano. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's a, a reason to look at what's the contrast. When am I going? I think even that season. I don't know if I'm going to the beach at that season. Maybe the Germans are. I'm not sure, Bri. But I think from a from a, a, a November December time frame, I think it's a great time to go just for that. You know, getting that you know that Austrian German getting into that feel of the Christmas markets and uh, you know being on the lake there for that for that freeze. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think that's yeah, a good yeah. time to go. I, mm. You know, and another interesting thing is is if you're coming over to Italy with kids. Uh, there is Garda Land, which yes. is an amusement park. <laughs> so if you're looking at, you know, what if we if we did stop and and do something amusing and entertainment, you know, value for the kids, that is another plus. It's also a hop, skip, and a jump from Verona. And so Perfect, yeah. if you, you know, even if you're basing out of Verona, but going to tour around and spend the day at the lake. This is a perfect place to go and, and do something like that. So there's a, there's a lot of appeal, I think on, on that front as well, depending on where you're wanting to base out of. And, and obviously, as you're saying, depending on the time of the year, uh, the water parks or the amusement park 
around Garda are going to be family friendly, great for the summertime. Um, if you're if you're there in the winter, there's lots of snow. You're going to base out of a, a place like um, Salo or on the other side, which you have a better artery with the Autostrada. Mm -hmm. If you're on the Verona side of the lake, um, base out of Verona, take the train up. Um, it is, it is possible. And, but as soon as you get up into the mountains and, uh, we'll, we'll reserve, you know, for a different episode talking about, uh, the Ooh, mountains teaser. up here. Yes. Coming yes. up soon. No, but I think, <laughs> I think you hit, I think you hit on something though. I liked it. it. And I'm thinking about it from our customers calling us, but also you really looking at budgets, right? If you were to bring a family of six to Como or bring a family of six where it has, you know, for the lake, the family, you're exactly mm -hmm. right. So you're looking at budgetary, yep. maybe going into Venice now and heading mm -hmm. over, stopping in Venice with the family and coming over through Verona into the Lake Garda. I think it's a great lake for a family over Como for that reason. Yeah, especially if you're if you're into lakes and, and you know, and then it's got to be a certain kind of of person that wants that experience as opposed to maybe the, the coastal, the sea, the beach, uh, scene, um, or just the mountains without, you know, all, all of that comes in and it's a factor, but there's so many appealing draws to these lake regions. And again, you know, we, we talked about Venice, um, and then coming over towards Milan, you could do this whole North. And as you're coming across, you know, you could spend two weeks, uh, stopping two or exactly. three days here, two or three days here as you're going through and have an incredible 14 day experience. Cause you know, in, in this series, we've been talking about doing 10 plus days, uh, here in Italy. And I think this is a, a great little artery um, itinerary between Venice and Milan, especially if you're into lakes, there are so many different, there's variety. That's what I love about Italy mm -hmm. is no, no town is uh, cookie, you know, cookie cutter, just the same, um, homogenized. There's so much difference between them and, and look and feel and character and influence. And all, exactly. all of that's just delightful. I don't know. I, I really get a kick out of that. Yeah, it, and we always talk about it, and I don't want to keep honing in on this, but it's every time you and I go anywhere, I mean, you're traveling a little bit in May to a new region, I'm traveling up into that region, and it's just shocking to me. Like, that's why when we get on the phone with customers or on a call, it's like, yeah, take 10, next time you go, what are you interested in? Let's do 10 days here. And it's just like you could carve out so many little nuanced vacations that appeals to your family or whoever's going. And and you hit nail on the head. We just did a customer this week. It's doing the exact same thing. Going from Venice to Verona to the bottom of Lake Garda, all the way to Como and up into Switzerland. And then they're doing four or five days of Switzerland leaving. So it's uh, it's a perfect uh, you know a segmented trip to hit the things that you like and to see a part of Italy that most people you know probably do on the third or fourth trip. That you're yeah. spot on there. Mm. Yeah, and that I, I think maybe that's a good place for us to to start wrapping up about is um, folks that are coming over for the first time. What what are our recommendations, especially on the Italy with Bella side, um, the you know the business side of this podcast? What are the recommendations? Where are you steering people? Hey, it's my first time, but I've heard a lot about Como. Yeah, I, I doubt that they're asking about Garda or Lugano at this point. Mm -hmm. They're probably asking about Como because that gets the most like media <laughs> type attention. Is that right? And, and is that generally where you're steering them or where do you try to push? Well, I, I would say it's why Como? 
Oh, we love to be on the water. We have a house on the water. Uh, why Como? Um, we just like being in the mountains. So it's a question we have to ask deeper, right? And that's what we do. Um, but a lot of times it is about we want to go because our friends went. Oh, we want to go because we see pictures. But if it is, then, you know, it's it's easy, you know, to, to satisfy that need because of the beauty, because of they like nature, because they like being on the lake and it's just two people or it's just, you know, four adults. I think Como is easy. And, you know, hey, we really want to go. Can we hop up into Switzerland, right? That's easy. It's a 35-minute train ride. So it's easy to build a trip because you just said at the beginning, going into Milan, getting up at Tacoma, and then where do you go from there? You want to do wine? Do you want to get back down from Milan Centrale down into Tuscany? Do you want to go across to Venice? It's just an easy, easy trip. Um, but yeah, we, we really need to know why Como. A lot of people, 90%, like you said, why is it Como? Because my friend went there. We see it on Instagram. It's like Cinque Terre, same thing. We have to really dig in, ask questions, but you can't go wrong. It, it is It is a beautiful place to go. Yeah. And if, you know, for those that are interested in spending a little bit more time or limiting the time in those lake areas, in addition to what we're talking about, just to connect to some previous episodes, you could mm -hmm. uh, continue westward after Milan, go over to Torino. Uh, I That's love true. Torino. Um, and then, you know, you're down into the Piemont at that point, uh, into the Cuneo area. And then, you know, you could always go to Genova and where we mm -hmm. talked about before, uh, just a couple episodes ago, talking about, um, the, the you know, this Italian Riviera, uh, you know, if we're talking about, um, Santa Margarita, Portofino, uh, all of that, you know, gives you a lot of contrast. And I, I think that's something that people really look for is they want to be able to see some mountains, the mm -hmm. lakes, the big cities, the small villages, the coastal areas. And there's so much contrast. You come out of the Dolomiti in the north and you come down to the coast, like what we're talking about, and you feel like you're in a different world because there's, uh, you know, within just a, a couple hours of, of moving around, you're, you're in a completely different look and feel and attitude and culture and uh, dialect changes, food changes, all of that kind of thing makes it so exciting. And I, I think that's, again, one of the big appeals coming over and, and what makes Italy kind of that Disney world for adults feeling experience. Yep. Epcot. <laughs> For adults is you get so much variety <laughs> as you're as you're walking around you know I actually had a customer call me I had a customer call me this week and he's like we got to cancel our call he goes nah the family wants to go to disney but i will go to epcot and tell you about it it was a fun, it was a tongue-in-cheek <laughs> and we also had another customer that's coming from nice driving in to piemonte going to the italian riviera and then leaving out of milan so you're, you're right think about it you have three countries with different mm -hmm. landscapes, different waterscapes, like Lake and the, the, the like you said, the Italian Riviera. It's just, it, I mean, we go on and on about this, but you're exactly right. It's it's so much to see and so much to do in every region of Italy. Uh, but that section, like you said, it is, you know, you could do two weeks just in those, you know, hitting yeah. three countries at once, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's stunning. It's stunning. Well, <laughs> No, I think this is a good um, introduction for folks that are interested in coming over to the lake area for the first time or for connecting it, uh, visiting it again and connecting it with part of a larger itinerary. I hope this has been helpful. 
Folks, if you are interested in coming over to Italy, do yourself a favor. Come to Italy with Bella. Check us out online. Go to italywithbella.com. Sign up for a free consultation with Anthony and his wife, Denise, who hopefully will be back on an episode before too, too long. Uh, by popular demand, uh, the, the, yeah, the people have spoken and they want more femininity. And I'm not willing to do that. On, on the podcast and I don't I, you know I don't know throw on a wig maybe you, you could have a softer voice but it's probably just better to get Denise on sorry Ryan <laughs> yes <laughs> she wanted to the go beard. she wanted to be on this she wasn't give away <laughs> yes and the boldness <laughs> <laughs> but anyway no uh, yeah check us out italywithbella.com follow us on uh, Instagram uh, LinkedIn Facebook and get some more tips and inspiration for your next trip over to Italy. And in the meantime, yeah, uh, keep listening to our podcast and try to subscribe so that we can spread the word. And I hope this has been helpful. We will talk to you again coming up very soon. Ciao for now. Ciao. And hey, everybody, we are back in the studio again. Anthony and Brian, Brian and Anthony coming at you. How are we doing today, my friend? Doing great, Brian. How is it down in uh, Catania? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Sorry. No good. So you're, you're off the, you're off the charts there. Really? Can we, right. yeah, can we dial that down? Tone it back. How are you, Brian? Oh, still. Jeez. I, I fooled around before the call. How are you, Brian? How are you, Brian? I think that's better. If, How are you, Brian? If you can, if you can maintain that, um, <coughs> vote that level, I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay. How's that level right there? That's that good. very good. Yeah. That was loud. I'm gonna go that was loud on your end. Was well, it? Your voice, your vocals just changed a loud. Did it? It might have been on my side. Yeah, it might be my side. I don't know. It's just like blasting. Test, okay. test, I'm test, good. test, test. Okay. I think we're test, about to go on there. Good. Test, test, right, test. Good. good. Here we go.